Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You no, wait, it's UBP, isn't it? Okay, three, two, UBP, 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 UBP. That's, That's right, we're back. You can't stop us. Yeah, <laughs> the best of us, the uh, the untitled banter pod slash the unnamed banter pod is back again uh, on a Friday. We asked all of you guys for your different thoughts and questions and whatever else you've been thinking across the week. Um, and we've also rolled together some questions that we didn't get to last week. So there's, I don't know, there's like four or five questions from last week that we didn't get to um, alongside all the stuff that we brought in this time. Um, I should say that my name is Scott Tilford. It's kind of your host, but just general blabsman number one. Join no, you're definitely Jules the host. Gill. You're definitely the host. I'm the, uh, <laughs> I'm the color commentator to a, an entire podcast based around color commentary. I'll tell you what I've realized, but we are going to leave this in the, uh, in the edit. I didn't have any headphones on. So if there's any, if there's any lovely echo at the start of there, then... Nah, it was fine. It was me. fine. Classic. I- that people expect this level of professional quality from our stuff. It's why they subscribe. I think, okay, that might be a little bit crisper, a little bit clearer. Um, yeah, that, uh, yeah, okay. So we, uh, first question from Kieran Power, who says, uh, will this generation finally make some killer single-player campaigns and forget the multiplayer or even just prioritize single-player experiences like the good old days? No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, mate. It's just a nope. hard, hard truth that we're going to have to get used to. Games as service, um, like the live on-demand stuff. It is the... It's unfortunately going to be uh, the future of all of the video game industry because it is, it is infinitely monetizable. And mm. where better else to implement this than through multiplayer games? It's like, you know, the Avengers game that recently came out that was an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> if that had been a single-player focused game, I bet you anything it would have been far better received. Yeah, oh yeah, but of because course. of the fact they had to focus on the multiplayer aspect of it and put it that, it came with the microtransactions. It came mm. with the, here's the seven-year roadmap and all the other balls that come with it. I need to like, you know, run up a big list of the successes and the failures with this stuff because I feel like Destiny launched as a failure then became a success. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, but there's so many high-profile failures. Obviously Anthem, obviously the Avengers. And I feel like and even the Division, like it went down well enough, but no one's really talking about the Division anymore. It's not like people well, still go the, back to it. The Division 1 was so well-received. Like, yeah. I mean, when it first came out, everyone was a bit like, oh, it's a bit bullet spongy and like, it wasn't that great. The loot wasn't that um, adventurous. But mm-hmm. when it came to the close of that, that game when they started releasing like the gold edition of it with all the dlc and all the stuff everyone was raving about it mm-hmm. and when i played the division two i was like oh this could be really really good 
And then I just was like, oh, I just don't care. I don't care about this. Which is <laughs> a real it's shame. Just, yeah, like I did, all those games, they're fun loop grinds. And like they, there is a satisfaction in that. I get mm-hmm. the whole gameplay loop thing and like it's enjoyable, but you need to absolutely nail it. And like, yeah, you're saying like they, they are endlessly monetizable and so many devs or so many publishers want to take the roll and roll the dice on that stuff. But yeah. it's so easy to get it wrong. And the, uh, yeah. the only reason that we're talking about games like, uh, say like The, the Last of Us uh, and uh, God of War so much, is because that they were single player experiences that were designed to be from the off like mm-hmm. uh, there's that uh, in god of war's case there was not really a place to take it into a multiplayer aspect but i bet you if they could well they, you know what i mean with uh, Ragnar- ragnarok war, could be could be a multiplayer i, ho- I really hope they do it. i don't want um uh, atreus to be like a companion like a co-op thing i think that would just because i remember when they did uh, god of war ascension had a like a battle like oh, an arena did, based multiplayer it? and it was like what are you guys doing uh, i would hope that they don't do that i do think that um all the conversations around raising the price the retail price of games um offsets the need to sort of leech people post launch as much because you would recoup more unit costs but i do, i still think that i don't trust publishers to not do that say, and then oh, do the latter stuff as well aren't you basically just assuming then that some developers will just be like right lads we have officially made too much money <laughs> let us stop here and let's just call it a day are you do you want to clock off for lunch yeah let's just do that let's i don't think do that's it. ever happened i don't think that's <laughs> ever happened let's make a nice lovely single player adventure game and then let's just go home let's just let it, people go home the funny thing is is that you see other companies who started out with a sim- single player focus then sort of dipping their toes into the multiplayer you don't really see it the other way around like mm. where they've tried the multiplayer and then they'll scale it back to become more refined like mm. it's almost one of the things where once you break the barrier like like a can of pringles once you pop the multiplayer experience <laughs> you cannot put the lid back on you're like oh no oh no these microtransactions they're going straight to my hips that's a really good metaphor because there's always some content that you never get to there's always some treadmill thing at the bottom of that thing that you mm. never get to but the mm-hmm. idea of it's there the allure of it's there and um, i didn't even but you're, sick, but you're sick of it you're sick of it by the end of it like yeah. oh oh i've got some texas barbecue flavor love this for the first 30 or so <laughs> chips you get down to the sort of 40 thing like oh stomach's turning now too much in one go msg's burn my tongue off it's a bad time one thing i was going to ask you at the beginning because we are we're a bit um what's the word we're a bit squeezed for time at the minute we're squeezing in our pressed for time that's the word i couldn't think Mm. of the word squeezing squeezed for time (laughs) and we're squeezing our podcast in uh, to the next 26 minutes so we've got 26 minutes left and in such in what a rush it was i didn't ask you how you were doing jules gill how are you feeling hey i'm doing doing absolutely fine at the moment i have uh, a little bit of news which is like adjacent to what culture but it's all been approved it's fine Mm. i am going to be a guest writer for a board game called bard sung it's very uh, oh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I've never actually done anything like this before. I've done some like DMing stuff and um, uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, uh, but I have never written my own like adventure with the mechanics of another board game. Can you give us a quick tease as to a character name you've come up with? Yes, I can. I can give you uh, two character names, actually. Let me get out my my thing because I've actually (laughs) written down the other one this morning because I woke up... Eggie B. Red? Well, this is the thing. I I woke up this morning and uh, I was like, oh, that is actually really fun. So um, the quest giver is going to be called Jormund Eck which is obviously the pun of your mum and egg. And oh, the, uh, the villain of the piece is going to be uh, Vort Bread, which is Brilliant. wet bread. I, yeah, I thought that. I didn't know if we were retiring the wet bread, but no, he's back. No, definitely not. Definitely not. So look forward to that very soon. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so next question from Jake How are you, Ryan. by the way? Oh, I'm good, man. I am. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I told you about this. Uh, this is such a deviation, but we did cover this. Uh, we can maybe get to this in a bit. What someone asked us about stuff we regret buying. And I don't regret oh. buying this, but 
I did just buy the LG CX TV, which is over no, a thousand pounds. What, what are you doing? I you just bought I, another TV. I bought another TV. I gave in. I, I've got right. rid of my old one. <laughs> Do people at home know about the story of your TVs? I don't know. I, I rotated through three separate TVs last Black Friday because I gave in like a moron and bought one last Black Friday and then it didn't work. So I had to go back at another one. That one didn't work. So I went back and I got another one. That one did work. Right. That, that to me they were all the same brand as well. That <laughs> to me would be like, they, that would have been like, that is not the TV for me. If the first one gets home, it doesn't work. Second one gets home, it doesn't work. I'd be like, no, this is it. I attach it, you get in the bin, whatever it is. Like, but at that point, I'd spent too much time, you know, it's like waiting in the queue to get in somewhere. Like you're either going to give up or you're going to wait it out and see what's at the end of the queue. And I needed to know what was at the end of the queue. And what was at the end of that queue was just 4K resolution that barely looked any different. But it yeah, looks no, really it was, good this it was, year, mate. It was 4K resolution that you then used to play your own 64 on. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> That, oh, oh, I got I got an upscale of it. Mario 64 in HD is, is a beautiful thing. It looks yeah, imagine it is, imagine but, it is. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I got the, that's how I'm doing. I'm doing slightly insanely. I got the <laughs> LG CX, which is like over a thousand pounds. It's fluctuating a bit because it's Black Friday. Um, but I gave in and got that because it's like the ultimate gaming TV. It does 120 and? frames a second. Oh, go, oh my God. Titanfall 2 in 120 frames a second, 4K HDR. I just sat there. I played it till three in the morning. I mean, I barely got to sleep. It was... That's oh, so you, so you had an early night then? <laughs> it was the only one for me. But um, yeah, that thing is incredible. So I've just been re-experiencing all the games and like the Series yeah, X plainly. does auto HDR, auto like you know, bringing everything up to 120 frames a second. It's it's a bit of a rush, but um, I, I do enjoy sleep. the fact that uh, you and I have basically gone on two almost diametrically opposed routes <laughs> in life. Like you've gone very tech heavy. You're very cyberpunk 2077, Ooh, yeah. whereas I am cyberpunk the, t- the tabletop version where I've gone back <laughs> archaic and I'm like, I'm like pen and paper, please. But honestly, your, yours is like nice and peaceful and you're sort of thinking things through and you're painting figures and you're like calculating what you're going to do. I'm this crazy blur of picture settings, resolution settings, trying to understand every possible permutation of what the new consoles can do and having no idea about it, just throwing money at it. Just like, well, maybe if I throw a grand in this direction, it'll just work better like i just i hate the josh brown influence because it's him he's him going yeah, well if you get yeah. this it'll do xyz and um, it, it all with that thing of like well you know, yeah well you know. maybe and it's just that whole that tech thing of like oh if you just chase this nebulous idea of better just keep throwing money in this direction and the tv i just got you know the, the price of like three cars worth it can't even do 8k so i'll have to get another one in another few years anyway <laughs> so good Anyway, um, a question from Jacob Wright, who starts by saying UBP, UBP. UBP. <laughs> he says, now with Christmas around the corner, Merry Christmas to us too, and the whole What Culture and What Culture Gaming crew. Thank you very, very much. Um, what game would you love to have a Christmas-themed expansion? His would be Doom Eternal crossover where Doom Guy is Santa. Which is brilliant. Oh, to be that'd honest. be amazing. <laughs> so what? He, and it, he, instead of his shotgun, he's shooting like candy canes to get well, stuck when, into people and impale them into the wall. <laughs> when we saw this come through on Twitter, I just love the idea of him giving out presents. But when you open it, it's just a shotgun. It's just a shotgun yeah. to the face. He just gives <laughs> them all to the demons. <laughs> but I don't know why I would extend in that way. Really, something That's... that has character anyway. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to answer because like trying to just insert a Christmas themed thing into a, a game that what, what am I playing at the moment? I'm gonna go Shovel Knight. I mean, I just I just my default is Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight has never done a um, an in game themed thing. They've done plenty like artwork around mm. Christmas, but little Shovel Knight with his little hat on with maybe Free a little night. bit of yeah, oh, or Bauble Knight or some sort of like shovel Santa with a little Knight. bit of yeah, a little bit of a little bit of winter snow on Ooh, there. Krampus Knight. 
<laughs> he's evil you've got to like defeat him big um, uh, big treetop at night i'd like to see it uh have a crossover with mortal Kombat 11 so that you uh, get like a santa and his ale elves and they're just like ripping you apart oh they might cool. do that they, the, the amount cool. of banter that is in that game now like i love it's, yeah. it's the best time to be a mortal Kombat fan uh, like in a ridiculous have you seen the added christopher lambert you know the original raid oh yeah i was blown away they've added in the, um, uh, same for sonya blade and for johnny cage yeah. i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, they've actually got those voice actors back to do that <laughs> Like, and also with the Rambo thing, is that actually Sylvester it's Stallone? Stallone? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That blew my mind as well it's great. because he's lazy as hell in those delivery. <laughs> but I was like, it does sound very much. It, like but like, the fact, I mean, I was playing this all on um, whatever at times of flat circle the other day, mm. and uh, you can make obviously you make it so Rambo goes up against Robocop or goes up against yeah. Terminator, and they have like yeah. unique dialogue back and forth. It's just. It's so good, man. And like yeah. having uh, Stallone talk to Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert sounds very old now, but it's yeah, still definitely him. him. He's, a, he's a very throaty man. But um, anyway. I must try you by combat. <laughs> he doesn't, so far, he doesn't do the little laugh, which I know they did more of in I know, the sequel, disappointing. But I just, I want like a throaty laugh. Um, next question from uh, Sawyer. Um, now we do get this one quite a lot, so I'm going to modify it a little bit. Um, okay. He said, um, going into the next generation, is there any franchise that deserves a revival? I feel like we did that uh, last week or the week before. Yeah, because we said like, Ape Escape. Kane, Ape Escape. Oh, yeah. um, but then he said, as, as he then said as like a, a variation to that, um, or an IP be given to a new studio. For example, Mafia, uh, giving Mafia to Rockstar. So I don't know if there's mm. something that you think a particular studio yeah. could revitalize. I think we might have had that as well. Um, I, th- I think that the uh, the Time Splits franchise should Ooh. be given to DICE um, or, nice. or to um, uh, who's who are the two developers on and off at um, uh, Call of Duty? You've got... Uh, oh, like Raven in, and Treyarch and stuff like that. Tra- Treyarch and who's the other... Insomnia? Is, is that the other one? No, it'll be... Um, oh god, my God. Why, why, why can't I remember... Know? <laughs> there's a few different it, ones yeah either way like oh, you um, mean infinity ward you mean infinity that's Ward. that's the one yeah yeah i'd give it to one of those because either if you gave it to uh dice and yes. you because uh, even though we could we got to look past all of the fact that they're owned by ea and obviously mm-hmm. all the battlefront like uh horrible stuff that went on with that if you look at their quality of shooting mm-hmm. it would actually lend itself very well to that however mm-hmm. if you want the more arcadey fast paced over the top and crazy th- nature of it all if you gave it to a company like um uh it's software uh, mm-hmm. To do like their Doom hyperspeed oh version of it, like a high, yeah, that'd be amazing. Or yeah. we gave it to Infinity Ward uh, to do their like over the top like Twitch shooter thing. That would be that would be bloody. Brilliant. Because I've been playing so much Titanfall, and I'm just just I might as well be kneeling on my carpet worshiping Respawn Studios. Like mm-hmm. I would if mm-hmm. if Respawn did a Times Players game, I think they would give it too much um, aerial stuff, wall runs, or there's some sort yeah. of more dynamic movement that might take it away from what Time Splitters is. Um, but yeah, something like that. I think in uh, another addendum to his question, he said if you could launch your own uh, DC gaming universe or MGU what studios would you attach to different heroes I guess obviously oh you mentioned Insomniac before who do already have Spider-Man um, so I guess if we were going to do uh, attach oh, um, uh, who a character the, uh, to a studio who, who are Platinum Games mm. uh, over, the, over the top insane utterly crazy they are perfect they did um, Wonderful 101 and what a yeah. fantastic su- and, uh, superhero and before that they were Clover Studios did Beautiful Joe they've done superheroes and over the top cards <laughs> oh yeah exactly so put them with like I'd say that they're probably more Marvel than DC in terms of how they mm. present themselves as a company like mm-hmm. a little bit silly can take a, lot, a bit more of a joke at themselves and over the top and cartoony mm-hmm. that would be brilliant but if had to be one character uh i mean the obvious one is to say deadpool because he's very easy to write for deadpool, because yeah. he breaks all of the sort of like video game conventions and mm-hmm. walls but if i'm gonna go with my true heart of hearts squirrel girl squirrel girl <laughs> mate mate it'll be marvel? amazing uh she is marvel yeah yeah okay 
I don't. I barely know Squirrel Kill. Well, this thing I only know a bit of it because of like talking to you and, and Zoe uh, about it back in the day. But she kicks ass. <laughs> I like the idea of uh, because my mind went to like different power sets and what different uh, teams could do with that. And I think if you gave because I love Control. I don't know if you have played Control this yeah, year. Yeah, I have. It's Last amazing. Whatever. Yeah, la- last year. Last year, and um, rem- the the whole idea in that of like picking up any part of the environment and launching it around reminded me of like psyops the second second mm-hmm. site. And I was like, you could do a really cool villainous Magneto game using I don't know if Remedy be the be the ones to do it, but they've got the, the tech right. Yeah, and just bending parts of the world, like wrenching like a girder out of you know the, the wall and then throwing it at someone or whatever. Mm. I would take stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Spider Man Insomniac Spider Man is like the absolute peak at the minute, and I feel like Rocksteady's Batman was up there, but they've mm-hmm. moved the hell away from it we would mention before about games as a service i think that's what uh, killer suicide squad's gonna be yeah yeah i would I, I, I would love to see more superhero games on the market just from mm-hmm. different developers giving uh, a chance to different people but mm-hmm. uh probably not gonna see that uh, for give, a while outside of the suicide squad yeah give sony santa monica uh thor and just carry over god of wars hammer that would be, see that would be perfect that would be Absolutely. perfect yeah yeah Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Next question from Michael Patterson. Caramel, strawberry, or peppermint? What is that the question? Just <laughs> On what, though? Like, I, I um, gut feeling. My gut feeling is peppermint. Caramel. Oh, why? Well, caramel is just, it's brilliant. You get on desserts, caramac bars, uh, hardened mm. caramel into like sort of like uh, those shards. Oh, I'd make my mouth water just thinking about it. I'll tell you it. What, I've, uh, what I've discovered. I don't know if you've ever had biscotti. You know, the old biscotti yeah. biscotti, yeah. biscotti. One of, yeah. them, one of them's a dog and one of them is the, is the food stuff. But the food stuff one, um, you can melt that. You can make it into like a syrup and then you can put it on stuff. I just didn't. Well, if, 
And go down, to, go down Tesco's, mate. They do it in a spread. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Get the spread yeah. and then you yeah. and microwave it and then it's a lovely little liquid and then you put it on cakes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was literally shaking from the sugar overdose, but it's, it's really good. It's quite a rush. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full old, I recommend it. But for why peppermint? Um, because it's quite, it's like fresh and I like how it's sort of, it's more identifiable. I don't know. I just feel like the stuff that I've had with peppermint, I've not, I've never had a bad peppermint experience. Whereas so I have had bad caramel freshens, You want to sweet the freshness of the breath? A little bit. I just like those yeah. after eight things. I think they're peppermint. Oh, they're, they're good. Tea. They're yeah. really good. Caramel I've always found to be a little bit disappointing, but it's hard to put a finger on it. I just kind of think it's a little bit claggy and a little bit, I don't know. Vacuum, not um, viscous, a little bit too. Yeah, sort of... I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like it mm. can be, but the, when it's good, it's real good. <laughs> uh, next question from Stark Hunter 49. Do you think that after the failure of Avengers, we'll see a break from live service games like Avengers and Anthem? Kind of similar to what we had before, but I guess super no. quickly, no, they're gonna, yeah. <laughs> still going to chase this stuff. Um, I, I, guess, I guess to try and expand on what I was uh, saying before, it's just, it is so easy for a company uh, to profit uh, through microtransactions using uh, games as live mm. service. Um, and it's encouraging them to develop in such methods because of the fact it allows you to hook a player base in and keep them coming back day in after day, week after week mm-hmm. by using rewards, events, and structures like that. Like it's instead of developing five different games, one of which might land, putting your eggs into one basket in this sense actually makes sense for bigger companies to do. Like I'm not, yeah. I, I'm not saying that it's the way that we should be moving. We should definitely be uh, spreading out rather than just like homogenous experiences. Mm. But as it stands, if you want to make your money, there's a good chance that you're going to make it back by I hooking do, people in with this sort of stuff. True. I do hope that the sheer amount of money that Avengers just lost, it was like 50 million pounds, 7 billion yen and 67 yeah, billion dollars. Uh, it hasn't even recouped its dev costs. Like most games will at least make their money back and then mm-hmm. maybe not make a massive profit, but this thing hasn't even recouped its dev costs. So you would kind of hope that, I mean, one thing I said in the uh, the news video yesterday was that I'm quite proud of the of, of people of a mass populace saying like, actually, we don't want this. We're not going to fall yeah. for it's the Avengers, tick that box. It's an action game, tick that box. Like, no, like most gamers, if you're identifying as a gamer, you have a console, you're invested in this medium, you're educated enough to say no to this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm quite proud of, of people saying, of, not, of, of, of them not getting a victory over such a soulless attempt at a product. I'm yeah. glad of that. Um, next question from Laughing Sunbro, great name. Um, in the zombie apocalypse, who from what culture survives the longest? And do they save Colin Salmon? Oh, right. Well, no, uh, Benroy dies trying to protect Colin Sam. He makes a mad so dash for it, yeah. Yeah, he, like, he sees him and he, we're just like, you know that uh, woman in the opening scene of uh, Dead Rising? Uh, mm. She like, sees the dog outside and she just goes like, <laughs> she's like, fluffy, fluffy, and she opens the door. It, that's, ben, that's Benroy, but with Colin Sam. And he spots mm. him. He's like, oh, it's Colin Sam. So he lets all the zombies in. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't um, know what we do in terms of, I think, I reckon I could take a few of them, but I think I'd get too carried away with that. And I would be like, oh, I'm fine. You guys go ahead. I'll take care of these guys. I'll, whatever. And I'll just get eaten alive because i'll take too much on well osley and rich get eaten because they've got their headphones on and they're editing so they don't understand <laughs> they don't hear the zombies coming up behind them and uh, they're just very very invested with the pc banter that's going on there josh just, um, he's just like oh but if this is what we're doing this is what we're doing josh just 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 does the jesus christ pose and lets them take him yeah but they don't eat him that's the joke so he like, <laughs> like they falls back and then, he's, and then he's just and he's like oh oh right oh okay then and he just like he, he lives his regular life he is he just not impacted on. in this at all so he probably survives like until he buys like, another tv he's on the way home he gets another tv yeah yeah exactly um <laughs> Cleary, uh, probably, I reckon that 
Cleary would just be laughing from his flat because he lives in a very high up flat. <laughs> he's so he would be, he'd be, he'd be at the top, top and he'd be doing the older, trying to capture the water on the roof with the buckets that they mm-hmm. do in 28 days later, but not really getting the, the concepts mm-hmm. down for it. I think actually, um, I think Kirsten might survive the longest because I feel like inside, like she's very like gentle and friendly and calm, but I feel like when she needed to snap into zombie mode, she'd be ruthless as hell. Plus she's very, very used to having to deal with uh, flesh hungry creeps trying to get a piece of her. So yeah, I think, I think <laughs> that yeah, she'd do all right. Yeah, um, just sort of goes full on Mia Jovovich in the middle of Resident Evil. I reckon that me and you would do all right. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think that my natural ability to try and calm a situation down might, may not work <laughs> with the zombies. It's like, all right, do you really want to eat brains? Yeah. Just is, is this what get you them really want to do? Yeah. Sit down, have a word. Um, <laughs> the, the classic thing, you remember when they, ca- uh, they capture Homer Simpson, they knock on his head in the, when yes. the zombies taken over and it's like, there's nothing inside his head. They move on, <laughs> that'd be me. And I'll just be like, all right, cheers, man. We'll just play them the new, uh, the What Culture Gaming Ditty, which is a lovely little ditty. Not yeah. that it's that new anymore, but you know, it might, it might keep them cheerful. Um, next question from Mikey CFC. If there were two games you could combine to make an almighty game hybrid, what would they be? Um, his are Uncharted and Resident Evil, which I guess Whoa. would be a more Open... adventurous Resident Evil. That'd be kind of like uh, if um, Days Gone was what it wanted to be. That's actually, Days Gone is pretty much Uncharted meets Resident Evil. Like there's not that many levels that are very vertical, but the movement is closer to it. You can clamber up some stuff. Damn. Right. So I did an article um, a while back on ideas um, that are video game ideas that are being left on the table. You talk while I look for it because there's uh, some really good examples here. Well, let me tell you about the beauty of Titanfall 2 in 120 frames a second. Because for the longest time, I was waiting. I was like, I bought this stupid TV and I set it up and I was like, oh, I'm waiting for it to like wow me. And it's not that it wasn't. Like it is an OLED, it's 55 inches, whatever. And then I was looking at all the different settings and there's a setting in there. And I guess this is advice to everybody who ends up doing the same stupid thing that I just did. If you give in to Black Friday sales, (laughs) Um, if you go to the picture settings and you faff for all the different tones all the different um, picture settings, different gamma settings, everything else, um, yeah. go into dynamic tone mapping um, and turn that on because that is the awesome button. That's the awesome switch. Once you've, once you've flicked that on, everything kicks into life. Everything looks amazing. All the, it balances all the dark stuff. Exploring um, the underground of the prison in Demon Souls where it's like, it's quote unquote pitch black, but you've got like this big blood moon in the sky and flames oh. licking at your heels. Oh. And that thing, I mean, Titanfall 2 is a whole other level because it's 120 frames a second online. That game is just one of the best games of the generation. But once I got the picture setting sorted, um, that's when I was like, okay, I get it. I get this what is this, is. This, is this is. This is it. This is the thing. This is the tea. And, uh, okay. and I drank that tea and it was very nice. I have found uh, the, the articles. So uh, two on here that stand out as very, very good answers to the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bushido Blade, but in VR. <laughs> that's so a, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you basically only get like one strike against your opponent, but you're like waiting for that you're moment. Wait, yeah. to just be like, um, and the other one a defense, was a defense-heavy uh, sword game would be great. Uh, GTA Five meets Jurassic Park. <laughs> that would be amazing. That I don't. We so put good. that in a thumbnail a while ago, and I don't. I we can't did. picture that. I, I just because Jurassic a, a Park is inherently closed, whereas well, GTA. Think is of big. the island. Just think of like the just like you're you're on an island, mm-hmm. and it's not like the sort of survival games of yore. It's mm-hmm. like you're you're here with mates, have some fun, see some dinosaurs, <laughs> kill a T-Rex, whatever. Like, oh, they let, maybe let one out the paddock for like a bit of a hunt or something. Because even in the Jurassic World game, you can test your security by letting the yeah. T-Rex out and then you've got to deal with it. 
I mean, I quite like it if they actually just did like evolve better, mm. but with the Jurassic Park um, idea where one of you is like the T-Rex and the mm. other survivors are like just trying to run oh, through a forest or jungle. That would be very cool. It'd be kind of like, like a realistic horizon or maybe like a um, more grounded Monster Hunter. That the problem with a, like um, uh, asymmetrical multiplayers is that there's always this idea of you trying to defeat the one player who is the bad guy or yeah. like trying to do that. But like if you make that one player unstoppable and mm -hmm. all the other team has to do is just escape like survive for as long as they can like mm -hmm. a time limit thing then that for me would be great because the, <laughs> then it's just like a constant thing of like you are like hiding every chance you get from this massive t-rex stomping after you. i want to play as the t-rex as well i just uh, i haven't mm -hmm. played as that many dinosaurs in games the original jurassic park game ironically did let you do that um, the closest that we the closest that we've been to the best looking one was uh, the PlayStation 1 demo disc, which had Ooh. the demo of the T-Rex the that you could oh, walk they, around in infinite void. They bring that back in Astro's Playroom on the PS5. Do they actually? Yeah, oh my God. That whole game is one living love letter to the history of PlayStation. Oh, it's so cool. fun. That's when you get cool. your PS5, playing Astro is just phenomenal. Yeah, in three um, years' time. <laughs> it'll be a lovely well, at least they'll have fixed the bugs by then maybe the storage ah. will be um, question from Robert Green we're running out of time we have about five and a half minutes left I think okay. uh, Robert Green he says so after years of turning to colleagues friends and family I now turn to you two as experts where is the line between boneless wing and nugget remember gents your answer is final <sighs> Is there I one? Does there mind... need to be a distinction? Apparently so. I mean, I, I guess he's been he's been on. This is his life's research. Maybe he's doing a dissertation on it. I think it is around the shape. You can't have a boneless wing that is a nugget shape that is more rounded, and you couldn't have a you couldn't call something a nugget if it was a wing. Yeah, I, th I think. You've, I mean, the the, the other thing as well is that a nugget is just reconstituted whatever of the yep. chicken, uh, whereas the wing, most definitely a wing, therefore would have different sort of layers of muscle tissue, so would, so would have like a different texture the, to it. Yeah, the, the puree would be different. I don't eat enough boneless wings to know what their texture is like, but it's like, do they just strip a wing and then mulch it together into the shape of another wing? I have no idea. Like, again, as a vegan, I'm just a completely <laughs> foreign concept where like people are like so unable to eat chicken on the bone. Although- Oh, I can't do that. I don't like it. I well, can't do it. Like, not on the I bone, mean, I, no. I can imagine you with a good old ham hock, like out of the, I... old, um, uh, out of the old Flintstones cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I was, when I was growing up and there was that in Tom and Jerry, when Tom would just get like a big old chicken drumstick and I was like, oh, that looks amazing. And then I got no. one and I was like, oh, this is horrible. Absolutely a massive lie that all children's TV shows have taught us throughout the age is that steaks are just those red T-bone ones <laughs> with the white fat there. That's uncooked. That's just, that's, <laughs> yeah. that is just literally not okay. Some people do love the, uh, having it raw, like Gollum style raw and rigging. I know, but, but just that there's that having it raw and there's it like he's having it slightly warmed. <laughs> it's not for me. Um, no. Let's do, we, uh, like I said, we're slowly running out of time, but we'll fit some more stuff in. Okay, um, on. One from Joshua Adam Roth. Who would win in a TLC match? Quite similar to the zombie apocalypse, but I get Wait, your official tactics like just, be different. What, I mean, you. It's just who would, I guess maybe, maybe between me and you. Yeah, who would win in a okay. TLC match between us? I wouldn't, I wouldn't get at the ladder. My asthma would kick in. Well, um, we'll do, so we've got four minutes or so left. Let's mm -hmm. plan out this match from start to finish. So what's your <laughs> entrance theme coming into the ring? Um, when I did this as a project in high school, we had to think of entrance music and I used Limp Bizkit's mm. Boiler. So I'm going to have Limp Bizkit's Boiler. <laughs> WWE's favorite band, Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Big shout out to them. Massive. Um, I'd come oh, down to I'd come down to uh, Dream Theater's Panic Attack, but it would be the full eight and a half minute track before okay. I even emerged. So, I'd, so the crowd would be hating <laughs> it by the time as I come down. I'd be like, 
final note comes in. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd come down and I would and I would uh, do the classic Razor Ramon thing of walking underneath the ladder, you know, to show mm-hmm. that I'm not afraid of falling off of it. Uh, but I, <laughs> I'd, I'd not gauge it right, so I'd knock the ladder over as I went well, past I, it. I was going to say, would you jump and do? Like, you jump on the on the ropes, you do the whole. Do you do a Triple H? Do you spit some water over everybody? Do you pull back on the ropes, Lesnar style? Set some fireworks off. What do you do? Um, oh, that is a good one. Uh, I think that I would do the you know the Ric Flair flop. Right, I do yep. that, but when I hit the floor, the fireworks would then go off. So I'd be like, <laughs> bang, like that. I always wanted to try and attempt, like just either stepping over them, like Big Show or Kane, or just doing... But like, not being tall enough. But not being tall enough, and just sort of like bounding on it, like just when you sort of get stuck as a child when you try that. And, um, uh, I'd, would you, would you have like a chant going down? You know, my, uh, the, um, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan's, when he's just like doing yeah. like, yes, yes, just no. be like, egg, egg, egg. <laughs> um, in terms of match tactics, I always, when I played the old SmackDown games, because I'm not a wrestling fan and like anymore but I sort of I used to live and breathe this stuff in the mm-hmm, 2000s mm-hmm. Um, here comes the pain when they introduced like the concerto what and all great, the other chair finishes game. brilliant game um, I would be going for chair stuff I would be going for sheer light attacks because it's like light heavy and special mm-hmm. so it's like chairs are light attacks I guess tables no uh, picking up a ladder versus picking up a table using a table is kind of like a finisher well, using the table, I, I always feel like it's so unwieldy. Whereas at mm. least if you've got the ladder, you can do the classic spot, put it over your head and do yep. like the Benny Hill spot where you just knock people over, they get back <laughs> just and walk into that. Yeah, I mean, like you dizzy yourself out by doing it, but it could be a good, good laugh. I think uh, one thing is, I think you would win because in any TLC match, usually when someone climbs up the ladder, they're supposed to do that whole thing where they put on a show being like, oh, I can't get it. I just can't reach yeah. it. And I've got my hand on it, but I can't do it. I think you in the moment would be like, no, I'm going to win. I'm going to get yeah, this thing. Yeah. I, want, <laughs> just, I want this. Just push you over, walk straight up there like the crowd's still like, oh, I'm looking forward to this 15, like 30 minute barnstorm of a match. I'm just like, that's damn. That's mine now. Right, yeah. it's done. Yeah, okay. I, just, I mean, I would, I would take a Jeff Hardy style WrestleMania 17 Swanton bomb into four different tables. Oh, I'd okay. go out with the band. So that's, so that's where we're at. So the final of the matches, we're both absolutely <laughs> heaving and sweaty and we've done like landed Amazing. blow after blow. You've gone through the Spanish announce table. I've gone through the regular <laughs> one. You've like power bombed me through it or whatever. And we get up there, you're climbing up the ladder. You push me off and the crowd is like, go Scott, you can do it, you can do it. And you look around and you just go, nah, you shake your head. You point down to me and you get ready that leg drop that's been building, building and building. You are going <laughs> to drop the leg. The leg of Damocles is hanging over me. You oh, jump. God. He jumps, but I roll out the way. Oh, he's in his phone. He's in his phone. He's gone packed to the disc. He's I'd out. Be so he's done. Gone. I'd be so done. I would, I would take the, the rest. I mean, I, don't, I haven't done any physical, any, anything, anything physical in like seven months or whatever. So me, I would leap off the ladder for the sake of like, this is going to be a big deal. Yeah. And then just completely bollocks myself on the floor. But then just lie there quite satisfied that I don't have to get up anymore. And I'm just <laughs> Just like, just go to bed. That's it. Just tuck him in, lads. Just, just, uh, just cart me off. Get the get the, the meds in. And now, but, I'd, um, and now, a sign of respect. I'd I'd break the Twitch Championship because I'm assuming that's what we're fighting for. <laughs> Remember that belt? Yeah. In an empty break it in half, and then I'd give you half of it, and then I'd lift up your hand, and we'd go yeah. out celebrating as champions. <laughs> just me, like a half drunk man in the corner, just like he's done it. He's there. Yeah. Anyway, and then, and then everyone would just be chatting like UBP, UBP, UBP. <laughs> Speaking of UBP, this has been another untitled banter podcast or whatever the hell we decide to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you all very much for sending your questions across. Anything we didn't answer this week, we will roll into next week, and no doubt we'll ask you for whatever updated thoughts you have towards the end of next week as well. And um, for now, I've been your host Scott Tilford, joined by Jules Gill. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll catch you guys next time. UBP Bye. and goodbye. UBP, 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 UBP.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.